What are the top five write-offs for LLCs that most business owners forget? And I think this is especially for new business owners. In fact, this question could be asked another way. What write-offs are available for LLCs that new business owners may not know about? Well, here are the top five that I've identified. First, tools. You can buy any tools you need to get your business done. So that's going to be smartphone devices, computer hardware, accessories, anything that adds efficiency to what you're doing. In my business, for example, I have invested in high-quality, high-speed ergonomic keyboards, mice, quality microphones, lighting, a very large monitor so that I can have three, four, five, six documents up on my desk. My monitor is almost as big as my desk. These are investments that you can deduct 100% when you are a small business owner, as long as they are tools that help your business. Likewise, software. That's number two. Any sort of software that makes your system go quicker. I use a lot of software unique to my practice that adds efficiency, and this includes iPhone apps and whatever software you can use to simplify your keystrokes, shorten what you're doing. For example, I use Text Expander. Text Expander is a tool that allows me to type in just a few letters and it will fill out a full line of text, whatever I ask it to be. For example, if I need to type in the full date, I can just type in three characters and the new date will come up. Third, so these are write-offs for LLCs that most new business owners may not know about or would forget. Education. This one's huge. Any sort of training, books, online courses, any sort of paid program that you go to improve your effectiveness, your skills, any coaches or consultants. It's a just an incredible opportunity to invest in yourself. And so a lot of times you are already as an employee somewhere else making these investments in yourself and now they're tax deductible when you own a business. Fourth, brand building. What is this? This is the cost associated with building your personal brand. It could be stuff as simple as upgrading your account from a free account to a paid account for something. You know, like... Uh, YouTube Premium, Twitter Blue, which allows you to add longer videos. Maybe it's pay-per-click remarketing. What is that? That's when people who express interest in your business go to your website and then they leave. And for the next 30 days, you can have your ads continue to show up for those people who have already expressed interest in your business at your website. And those ads show up on other sites like Google. So that's called remarketing or retargeting. It's a specific way to continue to stay on the mind of somebody who's already shown an interest in you. And it's extremely inexpensive because you're, if you have 100 people, you're paying for 100 ads. And usually it's a fraction of a petty per ad unless they click on it. And then a click may be 10 cents or 25 cents. So that brand building is a very inexpensive way to grow your company and your brand, your personal brand, even if you later benefit from that personal brand by getting a great job at a great company. So 
That's an expense you had to pay on your own before you owned a company. And now that you own a company, it can be a tax-deductible business expense. And then finally, fifth, travel, meals, and entertainment. Now, this is an area that the IRS keeps a little bit of an eye on. And there are some rules on how to handle this. For example, if you go on a trip and you spend the whole time with your family at Disney World, that's not going to be deductible as a business expense. But if you go on a trip and a majority of the time is spent on business purposes, and then you had some leisure days as well, that's tax deductible for you. And if your family members are employees and they're participating in the business aspects of it, it's tax deductible for them as well. All of these ideas you'll want to run by a CPA. There is a one guiding rule that you should keep in mind with it. The IRS says the expense needs to be ordinary and necessary. So in other words, you can't, for example, be running a dog walking business and taking travel to other continents throughout the year. That makes no sense. If it's a local dog walking business, it wouldn't make sense that you're doing international travel. But if you are a public speaker speaking on issues of international relevance and you are traveling for that and getting per diems and payments for your speeches, of course it would make sense. And of course you can do some retreats from time to time with your staff. And if your family members are your staff, they're welcome to go on those retreats. One more bonus I'll throw out here. If you set up an S-Corp, or if you have an LLC taxed as an S-Corp, you most likely can deduct your health insurance premiums. That can be fairly significant. So these are all items to discuss with a CPA. Sometimes people say, is it worth having a CPA? I find it's worth it for three reasons. First, they usually save you more money than they cost. Second, you get incredible peace of mind knowing that when you use a CPA, you can rely on them and you're not accidentally violating the law. And the third reason is a reason most people are not aware of. When you rely on the advice of a licensed professional, so a CPA or an attorney, in a tax question, if that uh, reliance later turns out to be wrong and you actually owed money on the taxes, it is an important defense to any sort of tax fraud crime that you relied on the advice of a licensed professional. So, and I don't mean bookkeepers. A lot of people out there are not licensed CPAs or licensed attorneys. It's important that this be a licensed individual. And I would recommend keeping a record of the question that you asked so that if there ever is an audit and the advice was wrong, at least you have that defense that you consulted with a tax professional and relied on the advice of a tax professional. That can save you from going to prison. And it really matters when it's something really big. All right, that wraps it up for today. If you are interested in being notified about future live sessions, usually we send out a notice a couple days in advance, you can get that notice in two ways. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel and turn on notifications, or you can get our emails. To do that, go to aaronhall.com free, enter your email address, 
and you'll know about these free live YouTube sessions, and you'll also get access to exclusive videos that aren't available to the public. It was a pleasure having you here today. I look forward to seeing you next time.